Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. So we're here in the Christmas mode and all of the winter. It's getting cold out here. and So we believe that we are coming to the end of all things. And let's go out with a cheer and merriment in the Lord. Hallelujah. No matter what's happening out there, <clears throat> we have our place in Him. And so we can rejoice. Amen. We can lift up our heads because our redemption draws nigh. Praise the Lord. Let's worship him who is worthy, in whom we have peace. In this world we have tribulations, but in him we have peace. Hallelujah. Let's worship him. Hamashikaramanda. Glory, Lord. Glory, Lord. Glory, Lord. Lubrili bakasatara minterafia. Oh, blessed be your holy name. 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 We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. We give you thanks. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Oh, blessed be your holy name. Holy, holy, holy Lord. God of power and might, heaven and earth are filled with your glory. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are filled with your glory. Hosanna, Hosanna, in the you Lord hallelujah blessed be your holy name blessed be your holy name blessed be your holy name you created all things for your pleasure oh we worship you we worship you may we give you pleasure as we live by faith we worship you as we trust your word we worship you Oh, man, breste filero, kudo somo roto la presa liberiente. Rabba casta prala pacasica la capacica roto corroso toyo. Oh, la brefaliente le crusto masamarante barede queste. We lift you up as we come to the end of this particular month. Mesha crusto pafala vrindi. Lobo roco soto rinti for your faithfulness in bringing us thus far. Le proste me pereze kete plasha manta. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Prazagimoso koro tokoyo. Oh, blessed be your holy name. Brude fafradindo rubu zeberesti. Thank you, Lord, 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 for 
the benefits of your great redemption. Mambra lasica para sacaliente. Oh, thank you, Father, for fulfilling your counsel and purpose. We open ourselves to you. We yield to you. Repul ministry. From below, remente rica labra samakarabala lamakanda. Oh, mangele bravata la presta fedelo jugrustu. Amazanda ramazikataya. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Rukusto krupe pele jembra lifa faraza manta preselite kramazaya. Oh, we worship you. Krematuko rekele breste mezokuno busto brundo. Fara marakata kasakalamita hasalanta. You're worthy, Lord. Rapasikalanda rakatolo kusto koriente. Worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Prasaketo koparakala brakasikataya. Thank you, Father, thank you, Father, thank you, Father. Zembro do kruto fefete keleno. Zambre lota kona parade barito fafede te pireselini. Hallelujah, Lord. Rokune mante krisi berivrutu. Favara mandara makata kara pasaliente. Al metores emerite. Ne monku to kupu do frefeli tebere tekele sunto rokusto. Ameoste pesiote prakalanda repidone trimisteni. Zemonte brizuku pufala trante. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Mestone fede brudo ribosco preveno rapabala simbre le teke parasicanto. Jombro lo brode brovede boloso coporo sicaliente. Be magnified, Lord. Shamarala branta be glorified. So bruto profete frevelo ropolo cusono mantara baliente. Apayaka Santaya Samaranda Pralakanda Rabaraka Sikayanta. O Holy One, Jamaza Brakasta Prasala Prakafide. We bless you, we praise you, we worship you. Ripokutuku Perifiles Imiteli. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. 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 Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Blessed be your holy name. 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 Thank you, Father. 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 Sapere locuto mosurosto. Medo crudo bruda vute prese bello cuto crumo suto. Jabarabacandara macashala bracazacatala mashandarabaya. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Balakrata Kamalakrasala Paltaya. Oh, thank you, Father, thank you, Father, thank you, Father. Somotokora Pala Jabrakal Marakasdala Branta. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. The blood of the everlasting covenant speaks for us. La Pishata Krasta. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Alla Brokonore Mandarelo Costo. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. So de coporusto. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Worship your holy name. Worship your holy name. Worship your holy name. Thank you, Lord. Samira Samando Ripiata. Zamalogobosa. Gramma fide drende dusto brende vila rambus corotoyo.
Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Thank you, Father. 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 Suda Baramila Branda. Hallelujah. Subroto Kopuro Kotokoro Tokosto. Oh, faithful God. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Worship your holy name. Worship your holy name. Worship your holy name. Brazaka Parata Kalmaya. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's uh, turn in our Bibles today to the book of Timothy for uh, beginning there. Notice how the first verse opens. It says, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. And the word there for perilous means fierce, troubled times, uh, harsh, precarious conditions. Uh, human nature also would be fierce and savage, difficult, and so forth. These are things about the last days and atmosphere out there. They shall be there, those kind of times, those kind of seasons will be out there. And then he goes on to show the effect, verse 2, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure, or pleasures more than lovers of God. And uh, we are told to turn away from that kind of person. Praise God. There is an admonition there. Thank God for the love of God is very powerful. But we are also uh, given a caution there that we should turn away from such. Praise God. This is interesting. Sometimes uh, we have this cloak that is thrown upon us by the world that we and Jesus, you know, we should always be in acceptance and uh, Jesus always preached acceptance. But that's not true. Jesus did not preach any acceptance that's, you know, just a flip-flop kind of thing. There were some people that were highly irritated by his life. And, um, you know, he came head on against them sometimes. And then there were those who worshipped him and lifted him up. Praise God. And it was as plain as that. So there is darkness and there is light. There is the power of God and the power of the enemy. And... Um, you know, in this new covenant, we are told that from the fierce and heady and high-minded and again fierce, notice fierce is mentioned twice, <laughs> that we should turn away. So let's do our best to uh, avoid these pitfalls uh, and um, turn away from people that are like that in this day and hour. So we continue to pray 
that God deliver us from wicked, faithless, unreasonable people. Hallelujah, because God is faithful. Amen? Maybe we can hear a small rundown there, Second Timothy 3, all the way to 5 in Canada also. Adare kade divasagadalli apayakara vada kalagalu baruvavembadannu sahatilidukku. Manushyaru tammannu tave pritisi kolluvavaru lobigalu badai kochuvavaru ahankarigalu devadushakaru tande taigalige avideyaru upakaranenasadavaru ashuddaru. Swabhavika vada mamate illadavaru uppandavannu muriyuvavaru sullagi dooru vavaru dame illadavaru ugrate illavaru olleyavarannu heenaisuvavaru. Drohigalu dudikinavaru ubbikondavaru devariginta hechagi bhogagalanne pritisuvavaru. Bhaktiya vesha viddu adara balavannu allagaleyuvavaru agiruvaru intavarinda prattekavagiru. Hallelujah. So in these times where all of this is happening, God is definitely God and you are his people, you are his covenant ones, you are his family and he has a plan for you to be able to navigate through all of this and uh, not to be under uh, just a, a write-off and you are just here to be slaughtered, you know, led like sheep or lambs to the slaughter. No, he says in all of these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us that nothing present, nothing to come, nothing in all of all creation can separate you from the great love of God and it will give you the victory. Hallelujah. So it should not make us uh, reduce in our holy boldness and our confidence, but rather we should be full of confidence knowing that we have an opportunity to live here and show his light to the fallen world. Praise God, particularly in these last times. So God has a plan for you, and he's the only wise God. Praise God. In, in Isaiah 33, he says, familiar verse of scripture, verse 6, he says, And wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of thy times, and strength of salvation. The fear of the Lord is his treasure. So God has plans for you, and it's from his wisdom and his understanding, and they will produce stability in our times. Praise God. Strength of salvation will be yours. All the benefits of that great salvation will be yours, and you'll reverence him more and more, and it will be like a treasure in your life, great, uh, precious treasure that you hold dear to yourself. Praise God. So God's way of doing things and being right is going to be uh, all about you, praise God. And that produces stability. You will not be moved this way or that way. You can be sure that you are stable. Hallelujah. Stability is what we need in these times, particularly. And so God will usher uh, in uh, his welcome one of these days. He'll come and take us home, praise God. But until that time, praise God, we have all the wisdom, all the knowledge, to make us live a stable, strong life down here. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's hear Isaiah 33 also in verse 6. So if someone asks you, what is your treasure? You can tell him that it's the fear of the Lord. Hallelujah. To reverence him. To seek out 
how to live with reverence towards him in the midst of all the failures out there and the imperfections that you see. Thank God from your spirit man, you can yield and as your soul accepts his wisdom and knowledge, stability can be found. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So we look forward to that stability, particularly now. Praise God that you hear different things and all these varieties of uh, last days, nature, and all manifests. Praise God. We have a prayer that we pray constantly that is out of the Second Thessalonian chapter, uh, the third chapter there. It says that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for all men have not faith. But the Lord is faithful, who shall establish you and keep you from evil. Thank God that God's faithfulness is called into reference there. He is faithful, and he will establish us and keep us from evil. Thank God that he will do it. That is his department. He will do it. Praise God. Hallelujah. That is a familiar prayer that we pray over and over. I believe you're praying certain things on a daily basis, uh, not just you know now and then, but pursue these things in prayer because God has given us an avenue that is from his heart, from his will, to be kept from the evil one and folks that are wicked, faithless and unreasonable, people that you have to avoid and turn away from, God's agency is available through prayer from his word. Hallelujah. And so he will establish us. He is the faithful God and he will keep us from the evil. Glory to God. Let's hear uh, Second Thessalonians, uh, the third chapter, verse 2 and 3 also in Canada. Murkarada Dushtajanara Kayinda Navu Tapisal Padua Hageu Pratisiri Yakandare Ellarali Nambike Illavalla Adare Katanu Nambigastanu Atanu Nimmanu Drudapadisi Nimmanu Kedininda Tapisuvanu Glory to God. <coughs> Notice that we are counting on His faithfulness here. Thank God He is faithful and um, He is a good God. The God who is faithful is the one who has said these things. Glory to God. Let's turn into Jeremiah 1 and observe there his Bible study. So even though we can quote things, we want to reverence the word and see it for ourselves. Jeremiah 1.12 and particularly in the New King James Version, it says, Then the Lord said unto me, Thou hast well seen, for I will hasten my word to perform it. That's King James. Modern King James or the new King James would say, I'm watching over my word to perform it. Hallelujah. God says this is the best way to see things, to see him being faithful and watching over his word to perform it. Hallelujah. Amen. This is the word of God to us today, that he is faithful he is alert and active, watching over his word to perform it. Glory to God. So we are dealing with a faithful God who, if you keep his word in your heart, if you embrace it and confess that you are a pilgrim in this earth, as we heard on Sunday, guess what? He is faithful. 
He's going to watch over it. He's going to make sure that he performs it. Hallelujah. Isn't that lovely to know? You have something to hold on to and God will perform accordingly. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's hear that also in Kannada, Jeremiah 1.12. Glory to God. There was a time when Jesus would confront uh, demon spirits, would speak out uh, in the confrontation, and you know, they knew things that people did not know back then because they come from the realm of the spirit. And this is a line that they used one time over there in Matthew 8 and 29. He said, Behold, they cried out, saying, What have we to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of God? Art thou come hither to torment us before the time? Notice that. They have a pretty good idea of the times. They are living in a conscious state <laughs> of times. And so we also need to be very conscious of times also. Amen. And uh, <laughs> he said, Are you come here to torment us before the time. So they know that they're going to be tormented forever and ever. Hallelujah. Uh, at a certain time. And that time is when the earth lease period runs out. Uh, that Adamic lease period, it's going to run out very shortly. And uh, therefore, the time for them to be permanently tormented is coming. And they know that. And why would God send you and I to such a time as this? Because he knows, hallelujah, that you have understanding of the times. You have understanding of the privileges of the earth age. I mean the church age. <laughs> the church age, hallelujah. That you have been given authority to deal with all of these things. Hallelujah. That what he has done, he has done for us as the church. And that we can take his place, hold on to his word, and watch him perform it. Stability, stabilization in the midst of all of that's happening. And at the same time, triumphantly rejoicing all the way. Hallelujah. Praise God. Uh, my tongue has been getting in the way there. But let's go to Matthew 9 and uh, Matthew 8.29 also in Canada. Hallelujah. They knew Jesus, the Son of God, that he tormented them. And so anytime you take the word and you act like Jesus, you are tormenting the enemy. Hallelujah. All he was doing was casting them out, driving away from certain people's lives. Amen. So when you are standing in the word and in the will of God and acting like Jesus, the enemy is tormented because he remembers that there's not just one, but there's multitudes on the earth just like him. Hallelujah. And that makes them cry out in torment. Hallelujah. So be encouraged in this time, in this season, that you are tormenting the enemy as you are living by faith, living by the word of God. God is faithful. God is performing what he promised. God is doing what he said he would do. And you will be kept stable. You will be kept away from the evil one. Hallelujah. Don't forget that. As you live right, 
you are tormenting the enemy. As you act on the word, you are tormenting the enemy. Hallelujah. You are giving him trouble. You are causing him pain. Hallelujah. And that is why he doesn't want us here. Because the rest are flowing with him. The rest are going with him. But we are sticking up against him. And we are tormenting him before he gets tormented forever and ever. So thank God that you and I have the power to torment. That we are the light and the darkness flees from us seven ways. We are carrying the glory of God. We are vessels of glory, vessels of honor. And the enemy flees from us seven ways. And that's why he doesn't want us here. But thank God you and I can be kept stable in these times. Thank God we can be kept from the evil faithless and wicked we can be preserved stable in this day and hour hallelujah let's hear that verse again verse 29 in canada just to get the emphasis out of it aga ego avaru yesuve deva kumarane ninnondige namma godave enu samayakke munche nammannu sankata padisuvadakkagi illige bandeya endu kugi helidaru glory to god hallelujah Amen. So the person we are dealing with is the creator of the ends of the earth. Hallelujah. The Holy One who inhabits eternity. Hallelujah. And um, he has given us revelation as the church, as his body in this age to accomplish the plan of God, to live victoriously, triumphantly until the day we see him face to face. That has not changed. Praise God. Let's go to the book of Matthew again as we quote something uh, that he was speaking when he spoke about, you know, uh, the shifting nature of Peter there. Peter was the first one to kick in with the revelation that Jesus was the Christ among them there at that point. You know, uh, who do people say that I am? And Simon chirped up and said in verse 16 of Matthew 16, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Notice that it was true. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. In other words, he got it from the knowledge of the wisdom and the understanding of God from the Spirit from the father of our spirit. And so uh, the enemy who also lives in the spirit realm, you know, knows this. Hallelujah. That he is the holy one. He is the one that torments them, etc. But Peter here speaks for the first time in this powerful revelation. You are the son of the living God. You are the Christ. You are the son of the living God. Hallelujah. Oh, we give you thanks for that understanding. So who is the Lord Jesus? He is the Son of the living God. He is the Christ. He is the Messiah. He is the Savior of the world. And that is not from flesh and blood. That's not from here. Just ordinary mankind cannot understand that. Receive that revelation. It has to come from our Father in heaven. Hallelujah. And it comes through His Word and by His Spirit. And therefore, you know, we pity humanity. They are just flesh and blood they don't have any understanding of the spirit realm and so they are being treated like uh, animals they are just being used and abused and tormented and they don't even know it 
But you and I have understanding and revelation that comes from our Father and through which we can navigate uh, by the guidance systems of heaven, navigate through all of the fierce, harsh times, uh, hatred, uh, ungodly nature of this day and hour. We can actually deviate from all of that and be led by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. And he continues in verse 18, and he said on to uh, Peter and those who were listening, And I say also unto thee, verse 18, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Thank God for that reality, that upon that confession that Jesus is the Christ, that he is the son of the living God, he is the holy one, that salvation is only in him, that reality is a rock while he is the cornerstone or the capstone of the whole structure that is known as the church on the earth. Praise God. And he is building that and the gates of hell cannot prevail until the last day when the last stone is put on that holy temple, that body, that church, until that very last minute and that last person added, no enemy can stop what God has planned for you and for me. We can hold on to the word of God and he is faithful. He will watch and perform it. Praise God. We will do according to the word and God will perform what he said. Hallelujah. The gates of hell shall not prevail in the name of Jesus who said it. Hallelujah. What a powerful consolation and reality that God himself has given. Amen. So let's hear these things also in Kannada from verse 16 to 18. Adakke Simona Petranu Pratyuttaravagi, Nino Kristanu, Jeeva Ulla Devaraku Maranu Indu Hedidanu. Aga Yesu Pratyuttaravagi Avanige, Yonana Maganada Simona Ne, Nino Danyanu, Yakandare Raktamam Savalla, Manusharalla, Paraloka Dalliruva Nanna Tande Adanu Ninage Prakatisidanu Indu Hedidanu. Nanu Saha Ninage Heluva de Nandare, Nino Petranu, E. Bandea Mele Nanu Nana Sabayan Nukatuinu, Narakada Dwaragalu Adanu Jaisalaravu. Amen. The gates of hell shall not prevail. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Notice that it's the gates of hell that we're talking about. In other words, you will be kicking them through and through, going right through all that hell tries to put up as a resistance. You will kick right through and continue as the church that marches on to victory in every place, always. Hallelujah. God will do his part. He's faithful. As we hold on to the word of God, as we keep it dear to us, embrace it, professing certain things, he will watch over it and perform it. He's faithful. He will do it. Thank you, Jesus. So we're counting on the faithfulness of God, not on ourselves. Hallelujah. Looking to Him, not to ourselves. We're not looking at our human abilities, our natural abilities. We're looking to the God who is faithful to do what He said. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So in Revelation 12, you'll notice there that the Bible declares in the 10th verse, And I heard a loud voice saying, In heaven, now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. Notice that this is 
how it is unveiled there salvation, strength, the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ or the anointed one, the Lord Jesus his people for the accuser of our brethren notice that Jesus and his brethren are all one hallelujah the accuser of our brethren is cast down which accused them before our God day and night so there is this period of time where the accuser of the brethren is uh, pestering on the earth, accusing the brethren day and night. Voices are railing against us constantly. But notice verse 11 says, And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. They loved not their lives unto the death. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Isn't that interesting? The, the recipe for overcoming Thank God is the blood of the Lamb, the word of their testimony or God's word coming out of your life as a testimony, you know, a witness that God is true and every man can be a liar, that the enemy is a liar and the father of lies, that God's word is final authority. Notice that and they are not scared of death. Hallelujah. They love not their lives unto the death. I believe that we are reaching a place uh, where we are understanding more and more that for us to depart and be with Christ is far better. That to die in Christ is a gain. It is not a loss. We are gaining the glory of God. We are gaining heaven. Hallelujah. But to live on the earth is to be able to give glory to God. Hallelujah. To give Him more glory while we are alive. Hallelujah. And so that fearlessness begins to come upon us and we are not really bothered about death because we know if we leave from this place, we are going to eternity. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Ha, 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 ha. Praise the Lord. Let's hear Revelation 12, uh, 10 and 11 also in Canada. Aga Paraloka Dali Mahashabdavanu Nanu Kedidinu Adu Ega Rakshaneu Shaktiu Namma Devara Rajavu Atana Kristana Adikaravu Bandavu Yakandare Hagalirulu Namma Sahodara Mele Namma Devara Munde Duru Helida Duru Garanu Dobal Patidane Avaru Pranada Melana Priti and Nutoredu Kurimari Adatana Rakta Dindalu Tamma Sakshia Vakya Dindalu Avananu Jaisidaru The Bible declares in Second Corinthians five the eighth verse we are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible declares in the sixth verse that we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. At this point, we are at home in the body. We are calling the body our home. But to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Hallelujah. Guess what? There's no holding place in between. There is no place where you are kept and somebody prays for you and somebody gives donations or offerings and then promotes that person from that holding place to paradise or whatever. There's no such thing. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Hallelujah. So we have a one-way straight out of here ticket. The minute you, you know, drop this mortal life you are stepping straight into his presence hallelujah glory to god that's all that's going to happen you as a believer thank god your redemption is until the day hallelujah we see him face to face 
Glory to God. Your salvation is until the day we see him face to face. Glory to God. You don't have to worry. God will take care of all that. Things that he could do, we could never do. He has already done for us. Thank God. And he's watching over his word to perform it. Glory to God. Let's hear 2 Corinthians 5 verse 8 also in Canada. Mm, glory to God. That is our confidence and our willingness. Actually, if we get a hold of this reality, that it is a far better place that we're going to, it cannot be compared to anything that eyes have seen or ears have heard. I'm telling you, revelation from the Father is what we are calling upon and thinking upon, once you get a hold of that, you will you'll hardly be kept down here. It will be purpose and power of God alone keeping you here. Otherwise, it's far better to depart and be with Christ. Hallelujah. Thank God that we are on that journey. And one of these days we're going home because he's coming to take us. Glory to God. We'll be present with the Lord. Ha, 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 ha. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. That is why we labor. That is why we are here right now. Whatever we are doing is in that target, in that direction. Praise God. Hallelujah. So my brother and sister, be encouraged right now to not be bothered about the fear and particularly the chief of all fears, the fear of death. You have already uh, won in Christ Jesus. That death has been defeated. No height, no depth, no power, no principality, nothing present, nothing to come, nothing in all creation, not death, not any other creature can separate you from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. You see, you and I are in Him, and therefore these benefits are ours. God is watching over His word to perform it. He's the faithful God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. All right. Having said that, we notice that they overcame by the blood of the Lamb, the word of their testimony, and their fearlessness. They were not scared of death. Hallelujah. And that is what this God of ours wants us to realize, that you have victory all the way, all the way in Christ. Hallelujah. There is nothing to be scared of. Absolutely. Glory to God. You overcome as long as the blood of the Lamb is your confidence. As long as the word of God is coming out of your heart and mouth, God is faithful. He will watch over that word. He will do what he said. He will perform it. Glory to God. Let's go to Revelation 19 also. Notice there, scripture that we saw earlier. Um, it says in the 11th verse, And I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True. And in righteousness he doth judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no man knew but himself. He was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. Ha, ha, ha. Glory to God. This is the person whom we are worshipping. This is the person that you have called your Lord. He is the word of God. Amen. And notice verse 14. And the armies which were in heaven 
followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. Glory to God. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 15, And out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron. He treadeth the winepress of the fierceness and the wrath of Almighty God. He hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. Hallelujah. Woo, glory. <laughs> Woohoo! This is the one that we are seeing as the meek lamb right now. The one who is looking compassionately on the earth. Looking compassionately on humanity. This is the age of the church. This is the age of the compassion of God. And the mercy of God. The grace of God. And we take full advantage of this age. And we are as ambassadors of Christ. Beseeching the world. As though God himself were inviting them to be reconciled, to call upon his name, to accept the Lord, to accept the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. But at one stage you will realize he is also the God of war. Hallelujah. Praise God. Ha ha ha. And he knows how to fight. Ha 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 ha. And when he fights, that's it. The enemy is totally brought to nothing. Dust and ashes, nothing less. Hallelujah. He is faithful. He is true. He is the beloved. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. But he is also the God of war. Hallelujah. And we need to see that and understand that. So notice in the 11th verse. He says there. He that sat upon him was called faithful and true. And in righteousness he doth judge and make war. Notice that he makes war in righteousness. There is a right way to do it. <laughs> Woo, glory to God. Let's hear some verses in Canada also. 19, 11, maybe all the way through, because it's a blessing anyway. All the way to verse 17. <laughs> ಆತನು ಜನಾಂಗಗಳನ್ನು ಹೊಡೆಯುವುದಕ್ಕಾಗಿ ಹದವಾದ ಕತ್ತಿಯು ಆತನ ಬಾಯಿಂದ ಹೊರಡುತ್ತದೆ ಆತನು ಅವರನ್ನು ಕಬ್ಬಿಣದ ಕೋಲಿನಿಂದ ಆಳುವನು ಆತನು ಸರ್ವಶಕ್ತನಾದ ದೇವರ ಉಗ್ರಕೋಪವೆಂಬ ದ್ರಾಕ್ಷೆಯ ತೊಟ್ಟಿಯಲ್ಲಿರುವುದನ್ನು ತುಳಿಯುತ್ತಾನೆ ಆತನ ತೊಡೆಯ ಮೇಲೆಯೂ ವಸ್ತ್ರದ ಮೇಲೆಯೂ ರಾಜಾದಿರಾಜನು ಕರ್ತರ ಕರ್ತನು ಎಂಬ ಹೆಸರು ಬರೆದದೆ ಆಮೇಲೆ ಒಬ್ಬ ದೂತನು ಸೂರ್ಯನಲ್ಲಿ ನಿಂತಿರುವುದನ್ನು ನಾನು ಕಂಡೆನು ಅವನು ಮಹಾಶಬ್ದದಿಂದ ಕೂಗುತ್ತಾ ಆಕಾಶದಲ್ಲಿ ಹಾರಾಡುವ ಎಲ್ಲಾ ಪಕ್ಷಿಗಳಿಗೆ ಬನ್ನಿರಿ ಮಹಾದೇವರ ಭೋಜನಕ್ಕೆ ಕೂಡಿಕೊಳ್ಳಿರಿ and we will be raptured out of here then comes a period of seven years where the antichrist will be unveiled that 
incarnation of the devil himself. He's going to be like Christ, the incarnation of God, you know, God in the flesh. He's going to be the devil in the flesh. He's going to be exactly like that. He's going to be anti or against the anointed one and his anointing. And he's going to try and produce a government on the earth, in quote, that is a government of peace and world order. Hallelujah. It's always the devil trying to draw away from the divine order of things to man-made, fleshly-oriented government. Hallelujah. And that will eventually be totally wiped out when the Lord comes back and fights what is known as the Armageddon. And he will wipe out all the armies of the world just like that. Hallelujah. And you and I will be following him on white horses dressed in clean white garments. Hallelujah. And that's the time when some people are going to understand who we really are. Glory to God. So get ready, get ready, get ready. Stuff is coming. And this Holy One, He knows how to fight also. He makes war in righteousness. Hallelujah. We need to realize that He is also known as the God of war. Ha, ha, ha. Let's go to some of His statements while He was here on the earth. Luke fourteen thirty-one. Glory to God. You know, we, we read it sometimes, but there is an emphasis, I believe, for this day and hour. Notice he makes an example about taking stock of things before you go ahead. About, you know, looking to see, can you build it and finish it? So he said in verse 31, he said, Or what king going to make war against another king, sit it not down first, and consult it, whether he be able with ten thousand to meet him that cometh against him with twenty thousand. Can you see this uh, coming from the mind of the Lamb of God here? That he's talking about war, that if you're a king and you're going to fight against another, won't you take some time to examine and plan whether you can deal uh, against a majority that's coming against you? Ten thousand is with you, twenty thousand is with the other. Did you notice that? So we are dealing here with hordes of enemy spirits. Uh, we seem to be outnumbered, but guess what? From the spirit realm, we have already won, we have already overcome, and we just need to know that. We may always look like we are a minority, but in God and with his angelic realms, the God of war has ensured the battle by actually winning the battle and giving it to us in Christ Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. But notice that he's actually talking about war here, about counsel before war, how you listen to counsel and fight a good warfare. Hallelujah. Let's hear that also. Luke 14.31 Praise the Lord. Speaking to Timothy, uh, who was like a son in the Lord, Paul gives him some counsel. In 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 18, and he says, This charge I commit unto thee, son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before on thee, that by 
that thou by them mightest war a good warfare. Notice that. Hallelujah. Words that are spoken about us, words that are given to us, whether they be personal from the Spirit of God or whether they be revealed in the Word of God, they are for us to fight a good warfare. In other words, to win every time. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Holding faith and the good conscience, which some having put away concerning the faith, have made shipwreck. In other words, there is a fight, and the God of war, who knows how to fight properly, who always wins, who makes war in righteousness, who is called the Word of God, and the King of kings, and the Lord of lords, the one who is your master, who is your Lord, your Savior, he instructs us on how to fight and win again and again and again. He is faithful as we embrace his word and confess it boldly, Thank God he will do his part and you will always win in every place. No matter what the time, no matter what the season, you are guaranteed to win again and again. Hallelujah. He is the God of war. Praise God. And you overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word that comes out of your mouth from the heart of faith as, as you speak it out without fear of death. Thank God you will win again and again. That's how you will overcome in this time in Jesus' name. Praise God. Let's hear 1 Timothy 1 verse 18 also in Kannada. Thank you, Jesus. Let's go off to the book of Psalms and observe a few references there. Uh, along this theme the 144th psalm has something interesting to say there David speaking observe he says a psalm of David blessed be the Lord my strength strength which teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight hallelujah <laughs> who's the God who teaches his hands notice that his fingers hallelujah to fight Praise God. This God has not changed. Some people stepped into that revelation even back then and understood that, such as David. And uh, he was a man after God's heart. So notice there is war also in God and there is victory in God and he will teach you how to fight. Woohoo! Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Woo! Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, let's hear that also in Canada. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's look in Psalm 120 also. You know, there are some people who like to just fight. Verse 7 says, I am for peace, but when they speak, they are for war. See, this is how it is. Around the Middle East, there are some people they say that they want peace with Israel, but actually they want war. They're just playing games there. They are just out for war. There are some people like that. They, they only live for war. They have no understanding of peace. And the government uh, of the world order and so on is, is, is very much like that. They are just out there to subjugate other people, bring them under their feet to cause humanity to be brought down to beggar stage. And they will be lords. 
And that is the plan, you know. So even though we may be for peace, even though Israel may be for peace, when they speak, actually they are speaking for war. And they are people who are just warmongers. Their, their delight is in war. Hallelujah. Let's go to uh, Psalm 68 also, and uh, we will see what we can read. Praise God. Isn't that interesting that God knows that this fallen world has all of these problems, and we are at the last days where there is actual fierce fighting in every realm. Hallelujah. In Psalm 68 and verse 30, he says, Rebuke the company of spearmen, the multitude of the bulls, with the calves of the people, till everyone submit himself with pieces of silver, scatter thou the people that delight in war. There are some people who just delight in war. That is where they get all their zeal from, their satisfaction from. They delight in war. Have you realized that there are some nations that all they do is fight? There are some people like that. You may be for peace, they are never for peace. After their so-called victories, they make that nation to be worse than before. They just fight each other. That's how it is. And God knew that. People that delight in war. Hallelujah. But our God is the God of war, and the way he does it is it is in righteousness. Hallelujah. There's a proper way to defend, and there's a proper way to fight, and there's a proper way to win. And there's a proper way which produces victory and liberty for the others who have been subjected to war. Eventually, they enjoy the benefits of the victory, not get worse and worse. Hallelujah. Look around you, read the news. Which nation is always suffering even though they are fighting, even though they continue to fight? Look around you. There's some that are never going to enjoy peace, the peace that you and I talk about where there is prosperity, where there is soundness, where there is welfare, where there is well-being, nothing missing, nothing broken. But we, on the other hand, are expected to pray, and God answers us, godliness, honesty, peace, quietness. Those virtues are from heaven. They are not from this world. And only the Savior can give it to you. Only Jesus can make it yours. And as you pray and expect it, the God who teaches us to war, the correct warfare will ensure that those benefits are ours. He is faithful. He will keep us. He is faithful to keep us from the wicked, faithless, and unreasonable. Keep us from the evil one. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hmm. Well, let's see if we can maybe uh, hear Psalm 140, verse 2 also, and then read in Canada. Praise the Lord Jesus. Are you all right? I guess I'm slightly preachy today. Avaru Rudea del Likedu Gadanu Kalpisutare, Avaru Tapade Yudake Kudikulutare. Amen. Notice Psalm 140, verse 2. He says, Let's start in verse 1. To the chief musician, a psalm of David Deliver me, O Lord, from the evil man. Preserve me from the violent man. There's some people like that. They're just evil and violent which imagine mischiefs in their heart continually. All they're thinking about is mischief and going against the plan of God. Notice, they are gathered for war. That's all they are out for. They have nothing else. They are violent men, wicked men. All they imagine is this. They have not understood anything about the peace of God. 
Nothing. Thank God you and I have a wonderful foretaste of the government of the Prince of Peace. Hallelujah. One of these days, the whole of creation is going to understand what it means to be under the government of the Prince of Peace. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And you and I, in Jesus' name, will have places of honor during that government in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Until then, we are living in a world that has these kind of challenges from wicked, faithless, unreasonable people, evil men that have no revelation of the peace of God. But God, who is the God of war, will teach your fingers to fight. Hallelujah. He will show you how to fight in righteousness. Hallelujah. How to win the battles of life on a daily basis. How to navigate around all of this and maintain the peace of God which passes all understanding. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Maybe we can hear another verse in Canada. Psalm 144 verse 1 also in Canada. Praise the Lord. So you can see here that God has written it all down. God knows every kind of personality out there. God knows every kind of possibility out there. And he has uh, taken stock of it and, and he has given us the advantage. Hallelujah. How many of you have the advantage? Praise God. He said, I'm going and it is beneficial for you. It's advantageous for you that I go away. Because if I don't go away, I cannot send the Holy Spirit to you. But when he's come, he's going to guide you into all truth. He's going to unveil things to you that you could never have seen earlier in a very personal way. Because he lives with you now. The counselor who will teach you to fight is on the inside of you right now. And as you open your heart, as we yield to him, he will instruct us in how to fight righteously, how to win every time. He will teach you the good fight of faith. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It is called the fight of faith, isn't it? Ha, ha, ha. Let's go off to the book of Hebrews for a minute. Notice there. Hebrews, I'm sorry, Ephesians, the 6th chapter. We'll go to Hebrews later. There's something that we have to do uh, again and again. He says there in uh, Ephesians 6.16, Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Hallelujah. You can see that there is armor there, (laughs) that you are not just some guy in a gunny bag, always just looking down and beaten. You actually have arms. You have weaponry at your disposal that you have to use again and again. Hallelujah. Verse 10 says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. So this is a war where you do not rely on your strength. You rely on His might. Glory to God. So you and I may look like weaklings in the natural, but it's not about us. It's about how strong He is. 
is in taking advantage of the God of war and what he has accomplished already for us. Hallelujah. Taking those thoughts, putting them in our heart, meditating upon them and speaking them out. Hallelujah. That's what it's all about. That is how we put on the whole armor of God. Amen. Verse 11. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil or the lies and the crafty lying things that he brings up. You know that we will be able to stand against them for we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities, powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Therefore we are urged to put on the whole armor of God and stand. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. It's about standing in this kind of thinking. Standing in the finished work of Jesus and in his power rather than our strength and our ability. Hallelujah. Let's see if we can uh, glean a verse or two. Let's go to verse 16 in Canada. Glory to God. So you can see here there's faith involved in this. It's not about feelings. It's not about our emotions. All of that can get in the way. But we are called to be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Strong in the Word of God till it comes out of our lips as a confession. Praise God. And by the blood of the Lamb, by the mercy of God and your fearless approach to death, that you know you're going home to be with the Lord forever and then come back and rule and reign with Him for a thousand years in perfect harmony with Jesus. Oh, all of all creation, screaming glory to God, the knowledge and the glory of God covering the earth. Wow, hallelujah, what a time. That's what's up for us shortly. Hallelujah. So we have a moment to stand. And having done all to stand in His power, in what He has said, rather than what we feel. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Verse 12 also in Canada will be nice. Praise the Lord. This is where it is. We have to boil everything down to knowing that we are facing spiritual enemies and what works against them is a certain attitude and certain kinds of words. Hallelujah. Glory to God. When you rest in what the blood of Jesus has done for you, when you rest in what salvation has brought to you, and you speak without fear, it torments your enemy. Hallelujah. It causes them to realize that they have a very short time to enter into the lake of fire. Eternal judgment forever and ever. Hallelujah. It reminds them of the defeat by Jesus our Lord 2,000 years ago. That when they crucified him, they did not know that they were doing a favor for us. Hallelujah. That he was taking away our sin and our curse. He was removing all the negative stuff and giving us the big plus 
the cross is a positive for us. Because on the third day, he rose again, justifying us eternally. Salvation was purchased for us in that mighty resurrection. And we confessed it by faith. Today, you and I are on our way to heaven. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But while we're down here, this God of war will teach us how to war in righteousness. He makes war in righteousness. He judges in righteousness. His judging is righteous judging. He judges properly. He sees clearly. It's called the wisdom of God. And it comes by reverence. By that being our treasure. We reverence him above any other voice, above any other word. We take his word as highest authority. Hallelujah. And so in our fallen state, sometimes uh, our flesh gets in the way and we do not think so clearly. That's why we meditate on the word of God. James, the pastor of the church in Jerusalem, who was the Lord's half-brother, who did not know, actually, that Jesus was Messiah till after his resurrection, became a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. And according to history, the pastor of the church in Jerusalem, which was the hottest place to be on, you know, that Jerusalem was the hottest piece of real estate, and it still is. Praise God. And he was the pastor of that church. And in James chapter 3, verse 1, he said, My brethren, be not many masters, knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. You see, uh, it's, it's a challenge to be able to stand up and speak, because you are under the scanner. Verse 2, For in many things we offend all. Notice he included himself there. We offend all. You see, none of us is perfect. In many things we offend all. Hallelujah. So offense will definitely be flowing out of you very commonly. Hallelujah. In many things. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man, able also to bridle the whole body. Hallelujah. So, He's saying that this is our condition. You know, we cause trouble. We offend in many things. But then he says we can really uh, adjust and adjust our words also that come out of our mouth. Hallelujah. Just like the horse at the bridle. How to control that mouth is what it's all about. Praise God. So there is definite chance to be condemned, there's going to be a chance to be judged, there's a chance to offend, but in the midst of all that, we're called to speak. We're called to release words that overcome again and again. Hallelujah. Thank God we can go to 1 John 1 9 and say, Forgive us, Father, we have sinned, we have used words, uh, you know, without revelation, without thinking too much. We have spoken. Praise God. And so God will help us to uh, watch over our lips, watch over our words. Hallelujah. Praise God. I have a tendency to speak because I'm in the speaking work. I speak. Hallelujah. <laughs> and I've been speaking publicly for many years. Hallelujah. And so I, I may have offended, you know, all and many. Praise God. But uh, may the mercy of God find us. May we not hold it. And may we take the good the word of God out of it all and build our life to fight the enemy who is not you or me. He's a spirit being 
He, he is a cunning and crafty being. And Jesus is trying to teach us here how to fight in righteousness. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's hear James 3, 1 and 2 also in Canada. Nanna sahodarare, bodhakarada namage dodda dandane aguvadendu tilidukondu bahumandi bodhakaraga bediri. Aneka vishayagadalli navellaru tappuvaduntu, obbanu matinalli tappadiddare avanu paripurnanu tanna dehavanella swadina padisi kulluvadakke samartanu agiddane. Hallelujah. Verse 8 says, but the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. Therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. So he's including himself there, James, and uh, uh, every other holy person. Verse 10, Out of the same mouth proceeds blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. It's not supposed to be like that. We should be a channel of blessing. God help us. Amen. Does a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? Can the fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries, either vine figs? So can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh. Who is a wise man? Who is a wise man? Notice how it starts there. And endued with knowledge among you, let him show out of a good conversation with his works the meekness with meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descended not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. So there is a wisdom that is earthly and sensual and devilish. In other words, fleshly, where there is competition, there is envy, there is strife. And we must watch out to not be moved by that. That is enemy territory. Hallelujah. That is using uh, our weapons in exchange for his weapons there. We are exchanging our weapons for his. We are taking his kind of stuff that causes only more war and more destruction. Hallelujah. He is a warmonger. He likes to just fight. There is no peace with him. There is only the poison of asps under his lips. Praise God. But you and I have the fear of the Lord coming out of our mouths. Hallelujah. The wisdom of God coming out of us. So every now and then we have to step back and analyze what's been coming out of our mouths. And through that conviction of God's strength being in his word, we replace our thoughts for his thoughts by meditating, speaking, writing them down, thinking upon them, till they become so abundant within us that they come out of our lips and we speak the wisdom of God, not man's wisdom. And that causes a harvest to come to us of blessing, peaceful, gentle, fortitude and strength, peace, healing, wholeness. All of those realities become ours. The enemy is defeated again and again and again you overcome him by the blood of the lamb the word of your testimony and the fearlessness that you show towards death hallelujah praise God let's hear also um, verse uh, 10 I believe in Canada praise God 
all of these things are pretty much available for us and we have a good job to do uh, to fight in righteousness, to make war in righteousness, to be like him. The Bible declares that when he was on the earth, people used to say, nobody spoke like this. He had a way of speaking and using words that baffled everybody. Hallelujah. And we are learning that craft. We are learning to load our words with the power of God rather than our emotions. Praise God. We are learning to load our words with the wisdom of God rather than the sensual, demonic wisdom that is in this world. Hallelujah. Notice that they were able to build a tower because they imagined and they were able to agree and they could go all the way up. So fallen humanity with their imagination and agreement can actually raise up things and do what they believe. And that gift of imagination and agreement can actually produce in the world. And that government that's coming up, the world order, the government of one world is going to be like that. They're going to agree. They're already agreeing that they're going to do things in a certain way and they will achieve it. They will come to a certain place where they believe that they themselves are God, that they are great and they are special and they can substitute themselves for the Almighty. But you and I have bowed our knees. We realize that only He is God and He is perfect and we all are learning to use our words properly. Hallelujah. And to imagine and to believe and to trust His word rather than our ability and our strength because we are no match for the devil apart from God's word, apart from God's thinking. Hallelujah. He knows things that we have never thought about. (laughs) Glory to God. But the word is being unveiled to us in greater measure. God is teaching us to fight the good fight, to win in righteousness. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Let's talk a little bit along these lines. So you can see that if the tongue was brought under submission, the rest of the body would be controlled, just like the horse and the bit. So it's actually about submission, isn't it? It's about submitting to God's way, God's way of thinking, God's word, God's wisdom, etc. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's go to uh, the book of uh, Isaiah, the first chapter. Notice there, verse 19. If you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you will be devoured with the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. So there is a protection there, and that is about being willing and obedient. And then you will eat the good of the land. While you are in this fallen earth that is ruled by the God of this world, temporarily his time is running out. Praise God, the lease is running out. You can still eat the good of the land. Hallelujah. God did not create the good of the land for the enemy and his crew. It was for you. Hallelujah. And that has to be understood. Otherwise, we're going to be fighting about these kind of things and cause trouble for each other. The fact of the matter is, God owns everything. The heavens and the earth were created by him. In Acts chapter 4, when they came to their own company, they prayed, you are God that made heaven and earth and everything that's in it. Hallelujah. We have to understand that this earth, this whole 
planetary system is built by your father. Hallelujah. And he has put you here to obtain his benefits in the midst of an evil government ruled by the enemy here. Satan's government is ruling the whole world. And if you are willing and obedient to God's way, God's word, you can still eat the good of the land. Hallelujah. The good that is in that land, wherever it is, you will eat it, you will enjoy it. It belongs to you if you can learn this combination of being willing and obedient. Hallelujah. You see, if a man told his wife, you must come with me to the bar and let's drink. And she said, you know, I'm a believer. Um, I appreciate that you are the head of the house, but I cannot do this thing. That is the way submission should actually work. Hallelujah. So we are going to willfully submit by saying, God's word is final for me. You are the head, you are the authority, but I'm going to obey God. And say it in a pleasant way, but bring out the full meaning of the truth. Hallelujah. Praise God. That fear of man and fear of God combination has to be dealt with. Amen. So you can obey without being submissive. Praise God. And you can submit without being obedient. All these things are possible. (laughs) Very, very interesting. Glory to God. Let's look at Jesus himself. Hallelujah. Let's go to the book of Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 5. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hebrews chapter 5. Notice there he says in verse 7, Who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications, with strong crying and tears, unto him that was able to save him from death, and was heard in that he feared, though he were a son, yet learned the obedience by the things which he suffered. Praise God. Notice that phrase, in the flesh. Praise God. There were times where he was, you know, limited to the flesh, limited to a fleshly body, a human body. Praise God. And he had to offer uh, submission. He had to offer obedience during that time. We are in the flesh. We have to offer obedience while we are in the flesh. Praise God. And it's something that has to be learned. Let's go to uh, Hebrews again and back up. How many of you have flesh? Yeah. That's why we have to learn obedience. (laughs) Praise God. Because you are limited. God was limiting himself and being in a human body. And so he had to obey earthly uh, rules also. Praise God. He had to endure pain. He had to endure some earthly sufferings and reverence God in the midst of all that. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's observe there in uh, Hebrews, the second chapter. Notice there. Very interesting. The whole second chapter, I think, is something that we should read. I believe we have seen some things there already. But, um, praise God, it's, it's powerful. You can read the whole thing, but it's a good thing to you know, just focus a little. Verse 9 says, but, 
we see Jesus who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he by the grace of God should taste death for every man. Hallelujah. So every man can taste life now. Woohoo! The real life. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. For it became him for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons unto glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. Both he that sanctified, they who are sanctified, are all of one. For which cause he is not ashamed to call them brethren. Hallelujah. So you can see here that he shared in our flesh uh, and became limited by the flesh all because he loved us so that we could taste and have a foretaste of the glories of his kingdom while we are in this body. Life everlasting. He tasted death, spiritual death and physical death so that you and I could have the taste and the foretaste and the experience of heavenly life. Oh, glory to God. Isn't that wonderful? Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's jump off to Ephesians 2. I know we have, I'm sorry, Philippians 2. I know we've uh, run off uh, with the Canada, but we will pick it up again. Philippians, the second chapter. Glory to God, glory to God. Hallelujah. Notice there he says, verse 5, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, took upon him the form of a servant, was made in the likeness of men. Being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven, things in earth, things that are under the earth, that every tongue should confess Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Notice here that the way it happened was in verse 8, he found himself in fashion as a man and then humbled himself and then became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. That humbling there is what we would call willing and then obedient. Praise God. That's the right way it should be. Not just obeying without being willing. But you find yourself in the word of God, find out what we have to do, and then we say, okay, I'm willing. And then go ahead and be obedient. Praise God. Hallelujah. So Jesus himself followed that pattern, pattern and we should. Glory to God. Willing and obedient. You will eat the good of the land. Notice what happened to him. He was honored and given a name that's above every name in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. Angels bow before that name. In heaven, that name carries that authority. Forever, that name has authority on earth. And under the earth, the demons also tremble at the mention of that name. Hallelujah. Glory of God goes to the Father, hallelujah, because of that name. Thank you, Jesus. But it was through being willing and obedient, being yielded, and then obeying God. 
submitting to God's will and then obeying. Hallelujah. So we need to be able to get it right so that we can win again and again. It does not cause bondage. It causes freedom. You will know the truth and the truth will set you free. If it is God's word, if it is Jesus, you will enjoy freedom. You will enjoy liberty. You are not going to be brought into bondage. Hallelujah. Mm, Let's see. Philippians 2. Let's read there. Verse 7 and 8, uh, verse 7 to 9. Tananu Glory to God. So back in Isaiah 1, notice there we read verse 19, If you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. To whom is he speaking? He's speaking to his own people. Notice how it opens up in Isaiah chapter 1. Verse 1 says, The vision of Isaiah the son of Amos, which which he saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem in the days of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, Hezekiah, kings of Judah. So you have here Isaiah and Hezekiah, and also you have Uzziah, a couple of people in history uh, that are being, you know, addressed around the same time. Notice verse 2. Here, O heavens, give ear, O earth, for the Lord has spoken. I have nourished and brought up children, and they have rebelled against me. The ox knoweth his owner, verse 3 continues, and the ass his master's crib. But Israel does not know. My people do not consider. Ah, sinful nation. A people laden with iniquity, a seed of evildoers, children that are corruptors, they have forsaken the Lord, they have provoked the Holy One of Israel unto anger, they have gone away backward. Why should you be stricken anymore? You will revolt more and more. The whole head is sick, the whole heart faint. From the sole of the foot to the head, there is no soundness in it, but wounds and bruises. Purifying source, I'm sorry, putrefying source. They have not been closed, neither bound up, neither mollified with ointment. Your country is desolate. Your cities are burned with fire. Your land, strangers, devour it in your presence. It is desolate as overthrown by strangers. Notice that procession of words there, but it's about how his own people, the, the Hebrews, the Israel, Israelites uh, who now are backing off and they are going away and they are not listening. And he said, even animals know their master. Even animals know where to find their food. But Israel does not know him. They don't consider him. And they saw the result of it was always wars and defeat and desolation and bondage. It is in that setting, he says, if you are willing and obedient, you lead the good of the land. 
Hallelujah. So this is talking to people who were already aware of God. They were his people. So we must remind ourselves that we are people who already know him, who have him in our spirit man. Hallelujah. Who are his people with his nature, with his life. That we should not slough down to rebellion and going against his way and being uh, disobedient. But we should be willing, submissive, obedient. We'll eat the good of the land. Hallelujah. We will. In this time, in this hour, at every age, until we see him face to face. Hallelujah. God only has good plans. He has taken care of it. Salvation means you are delivered. You are protected. You are preserved. You are kept. You are healed. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. You are the blessed of the Lord. It has all of those connotations of a good, loving, heavenly father giving his children his best. Hallelujah. And we need to tune in every now and then and think upon it and receive counsel from him so that we can fight properly and win again and again. We may look like a minority, but with God, you always win. Second Kings it's a very good example and it involves the same Isaiah and Hezekiah. Let's go there. There was this wicked man by the name of Sennacherib who cursed them and cursed their God and said he would make them trash and defeat them. And they were scared because it was a huge army. But notice in verse 34 he says, I will defend this city to save it for my own sake and for my servant David's sake. And it came to pass that night, an angel of the Lord went out and smote in the camp of the Assyrians hundred fourscore and five thousand. That's hundred and eighty-five thousand. And when they arose early in the morning, behold, they were all dead corpses. So Sennacherib, king of Assyria, departed, went and returned and dwelt at Nineveh and came to pass as he was worshipping in the house of Nisroch his god that Adramelech and Sherezer his sons smote him with the sword and they escaped in the land of Armenia. Eshradon his son reigned in his stead. You can see here that Hezekiah is in it as you read the whole chapter. Isaiah is the one who says, God heard your prayer and God is going to fight for you. If you read your Bible, you will notice the angel of the Lord is the one who came and defeated and killed 185,000. Just like that. He is the God of war. Hallelujah. Don't forget that. He is the one that you are riding with. He is the captain of the hosts of the angel armies of heaven. Hallelujah. And you are with him and he can teach you how to fight. He can teach you in righteousness to win again and again. Let us listen to him. Let us yield to him. We will eat the good of the land. We will have the blessing in this day, in this hour. Hallelujah. It is already done. Let's accept it. Hallelujah. God is faithful. Let's worship this king. Let's worship this holy one. Reco zunto membralite praza kamatala jebrediste brananto klepiste frambasika tukorosto membra karta kara pasalanda. We worship you, holy one. We worship you, God of war. We worship you, living God. Brasimente ora mekatea. 
We humble ourselves to be obedient to you. Repeliste, mambralanda, to learn from you, to receive instruction from you. Lepraste, counsel from you, so that we can fight a good warfare. Repazanda, that we can win again and again, because you already won for us. You defeated our enemies, and you know the wisdom to use, the words to use, oh, the counsel to use, to overcome again and again. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. You're a faithful God. You'll do what you said. Rapazendo remezia. You're watching over your word to perform it. Help us to embrace it. Help us to hold fast to it. Hapashanta. And keep a confession of the power of God and the goodness of God coming out of our lips without fear. In the name of Jesus. Breno kote membradiste pralakanta. Esta banja, brando, cooper, taco, sute, cresti. Oh, we give you praise. We give you thanks. Faithful God, brezo rocoto corriente. We thank you that we shall eat the good of the land. We shall live in the good of the land. We shall wear the good of the land. We shall fly the good of the land. We shall have the good of the land. Because we are willing by faith and obedient by faith in Jesus' name. It's coming to pass. Ha, ha, ha. We have no fear. Ha, 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 ha. By the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, we are overcoming again and again and again. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Thank you that we call every need met, every oak destroyed, every burden removed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I believe you're blessed. Thank you so much, team. Ha ha. Glory to God. If you'd like to give, this is a great opportunity. God is a faithful God. He watches over his word. He will do what he said. In Jesus' name, amen.